Welcome back to One Shot, One Quill, a podcast where I, Spencer, and my co-host, Ben, yeah, talk about things. That's me. Talk about things that, things that make us think, things that make you think, sometimes. Those things tend to pertain to a very specific kind of hobby, a hobby about pretending, a hobby about fiction, a hobby about pretending again spencer do you remember when we started the show and you used to get on me for rambling during my intro bit and how it felt like i was just speaking to speak are you familiar with the idea of revenge uh anyway this show is a show in which we uh brainstorm a tabletop rpg one shot by taking one premise and two items and randomly rolling for them to determine which we're going to use off of a set of listener suggested premises and items. Wow, congrats. That was about 14 seconds. Very good. <laughs> that was about Very good. a tenth of the intro you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if we uh look at the back of our baseball cards, uh we'll see we'll see a nice average of you trouncing me in uh brevity. Ben, we have five premises and four items. Now that we have some uh, some suggestions from the team, we're going to go ahead and just set aside our list of a hundred from randos on the internet because they're not who makes this show possible. Yeah. That's you. Everyone knows that who makes this show possible is Andy and Brittany. Uh, it's a two on the premises. A hill giant with dwarfism standing at six feet tall wishes to destroy a rival 16 foot tall hill giant. He recruits the party to assist him, but insists on being the one to kill the other giant. A wonderful premise here from Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. Spencer, I don't know if you or Brittany have ever seen the TV show Galavant. I haven't. But there, Neither of us have, I don't think. There is a episode in the second season in which um, there, <laughs> there are two groups, one of quote-unquote short giants and the other of tall dwarves. Um which all are just oh, regularly good. sized people that fight each other regularly. Their regular height, I think, but I, I imagine the girth would be all off for the for the giant dwarf. That guy would be just a brick wall. He'd be strong mad from Homestar Runner, just a straight up square with an angry face on him. Well, yes, um, that is <laughs> that was in the pitch meeting for uh, Homestar Runner. But I think they are just regular people who are delusional, uh, much like us with this show. <laughs> Okay, and to fuel that delusion, uh, do you have an item roll for me? Yeah, uh, that'll be a... Stop. Stop. Uh, oh, there we go. Three. <laughs> boots of first impressions. If you roll a natural 20 on your initiative roll, the first attack you make for that combat is a critical hit if it would normally hit. Basically, that's the way attacking a, like, unconscious mm. or uh, the paralyzed creature works as well. Um, boots of first impressions. Interesting. All right. So whoever rolls a nat 20 on initiative. Sometimes I, we I like it. Sometimes we get items in this show that I'm just like, that just sounds like a useful item. Useful, but incredibly rare. A 5% chance. Sure. It's useful in some niches, but it's still useful. Do we have uh, another item that we can combo this with? Um, I know the answer to that, but I need to know which one it it's is. It's a four. This time it did not continue rolling for no reason. Unicorn Horn Dagger has the stats of a regular dagger with all the additional bonuses of being soulbound, wherein it bypasses damage resistances and immunities, and any poison applied to this dagger is immediately nullified. Unicorn Horn Dagger to combo our boots of first impressions. Just two, two items, one of which is incredibly overpowered, I think. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, hang on. No, 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 it's not. 
It just bypasses resistances. I'm going to take that back. Two items, one of which is... Well, um, does it bypass immunities and resistances or just resistances? Resistances and immunities. Ah, well, that is very overpowered. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's overpowered. I mean, you've got a D4 weapon. It's not even plus one. I mean, so yeah, you're bypassing damage immunity on, on something, but for one D4 with no opportunity to poison it? I don't know. I mean... G- Regardless, overcoming immunities just directly is a big uh, boon. I, I don't want to get into the habit here of um, ranking uh, the meta capabilities of the items we get on this list because thus far they're just batshit insane <laughs> up till about now um, or or terrifyingly benign. And I, I do not want to start getting, like, the lance of killing you, which just deals 400 damage. <laughs> Spencer, what could possibly be benign about a mirror that you open up and it shows you your reflection, but this time you have a silly hat on? Or 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 a, a, a ducky that uh, just makes you piss yourself if it's in your bag. What what about what about the rubber duck that is five percent lighter than a normal rubber duck doesn't get you going? Ben, we have two items fit for a uh, a, a real kind of Olympic champion, uh, I would think. Just great Hermes boots, absolutely. a unicorn dagger, um, who, uh, who, and we need to help a small giant kill a big giant. Who were those items submitted by? Just before we move on, those were both by Andy. Right. Andy, thank you very much for your patronage. I had to uh, dig those out from the backlogs of my messages because I forgot to include them when you sent them months ago. (laughs) Uh, Now the passive aggressiveness of this episode has superseded you, Ben, and has gone to the audience. Are you happy? Are you happy about this? (laughs) So, uh, Spencer, can I suggest something? Because I feel like just I, I feel like the boots and the knife aren't necessarily useful for this. I mean, killing on this quest, sure. But I feel like maybe the quest is not simply get this short giant to the other giants. Maybe the quest is to find like a ring of enlarge so that the small giant can finally be the size of the regular giants to kick the ass of the giant that was a bully to him in high school. That is so goddamn good that I'm actually going to cut all contacts for the high school thing. I've just removed everything I said before now. (laughs) Folks, all you needed was Little Giant bullied by Big Giant. That's good. I love this. So let's go find a ring of enlarge mm-hmm. so we can make the giant bigger. And in fact, why not Why not double stack it? Why don't we like also get a scroll of enlarge? Why don't we get a potion of enlarge? <laughs> all We've three? then got three things. Yes, he's going to get a ring, he's going to get a scroll, and he's going to get a potion. All three of them are going to stack. So he's going to be gargantuan. Yes, he's going to not only is he going to be big enough to defeat Big Giant, he's going to be bigger than Big Giant. We're turning the small giant into a Tarrasque sized being is what you're saying. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing we're going Pacific Rim on his ass. Hey, Jim, the giant, you thought you could make fun of me when we were younger. Well, guess what? Now I'm the size of Tiamat and I've come to step on you. What about this unicorn horn dagger and the boots of first impression? So if, if the real quest is that we're going to go get these items or rather we're going to well 
we're going to go get the enlarging items. Mm -hmm. um, where do these come into play there? Are these like other relics that we're going to find in the same dungeons? Um, are these being carried by whatever strange creatures are guarding these items? What's the story there? Well, Spencer, you've played uh, Pokemon before, correct? That's the one with Agumon, right? Yeah. Uh, have you heard of a little Pokemon called Sheninja? Let's pretend for the audience's sake I haven't. Uh it's a Pokemon in which uh, it essentially is immune to almost all forms of damage, but only has one hit point. So if you get one of the mm -hmm. forms of damage that can hit it, it immediately dies. Um, okay. And I think that is one of the boss creatures that makes the unicorn horn a necessity. Okay. It's got an immunity right. to everything, but if you could hit it once. <laughs> that's good. That's it. No, that's really good. That's really, really good. I like that. Um I really like that. So what about um what about these boots then? These these boots of first impressions. Maybe that's um maybe there's an enemy that you encounter multiple times um before you find a way to successfully defeat it. Like Shedinja, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh like maybe maybe this is always going to be a it pops out from the bushes in this dungeon. It's there for like three rounds and then disappears. For those three rounds or so, you know, it's got these boots on to make it such that every time it pops back out and initiative is re-rolled, there's a chance this thing's going to deal a devastating crit. That's going to make it a slightly more frightening boss fight, I think, like a glass cannon. I like that. Maybe it's even out for just one round every time, just at the end of the round, gone. Now, I like how we've do we've started doing like mini bosses here. It's just three mini bosses that you have to fight. We need one more then. Yeah. So, so we got one that like can't be hit by anything. It's immune to everything. Uh, but only has one hit point. There's one that only is around for one round before it. Maybe it's in a series of nine rooms and then it just at the end of the round, it just teleports immediately to a different room. I don't know. Yeah, it's just an idea. No, I I like that. I like that. Kind of like. Uh, what is it? Skull Kid. Where he's just teleporting around the whole time and you got to refind him. I can't even remember the fight with Skull Kid in his, in his Skull Kid form. I just remember the aspect of Majora thing that just gave me nightmares. I think Big that's tenderly thing. I think that's how the fight works in one of the later games where he's in the forest and you hit him and then he teleports away and then you got to find him again. But essentially that. Um I don't know what should we do for the third one? Um let's see. Let's see here. Maybe something that can incorporate both items at the same time. Interesting. Um, then again, it's hard to really capitalize on the boots of first impressions gimmick without uh, feeling derivative. Mm. Um, now we've gone to two Nintendo properties. The third mini boss could just be a plumber. Who has to, who has to get the ring out of a sink that someone has dropped it in? <laughs> uh, I I like this. I I like this. Maybe yeah. The last one is a sink with a garbage disposal that's uh at at risk of coming on at at random intervals, and so you're gonna have to find the right timing to reach your hand into that <laughs> sink and yank the ring out. <laughs> There's like, I don't know, maybe an Olmec-esque Mario head up on the wall that like you have to answer his riddles to turn the disposal off. <laughs> <laughs> the and maybe they're all self-centric. Maybe they're all just very vain self-centric riddles. Like, who's a number one? It's, like, it's, you, it's you. It's you, sir. 
Mario number one. <laughs> you, you're number one. Correct. It's a, it's a who. It's a who. It's it's a you. It's a you, Mario. Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I'll have time for that one. He's a, he's a big fan of Arrested Development. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask you. It's, it's nine o'clock on a Monday night, December sixth. Mm-hmm. Do we want to? come up with a third mini boss or are we content with what we've just done i don't know do you have another idea for a third mini boss i really don't (laughs) unless it's the giant or what i was thinking was it's not really a mini boss it's a challenge it's a challenge where you have to get a giant to spill their own blood but they've got to fit through a small hole and the thing is oh uh, normally a giant could not squeeze through a small hole but the giant oh, that but you this guy's have already with you small. is normal sized and can. And you have, if you have a ring of enlarge, I think it would work just as well as a ring of reduce. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So you have to help him combat his biggest insecurities to surpass the third challenge. The, you have to make him small. The third challenge. Oh, I love this being like a big verse on the wall that's like a some kind of fucking gotcha. Like, he who gets this item will do so as easily as a giant fits through the eye of a needle or something. Like, that's... And you're like, fuck you, I made it happen. <laughs> they weren't ready for this one. I, I actually really like that. And then once you've got all the items, your titan-esque giant goes and squishes his rival yeah the, at that point the giant just turns him into a, tur, tur, at that point the giant just turns himself into a gargantuan sized creature walks what will be 10 paces for him and then just squishes his old rival and he's like job done and then uh does he he probably goes on to cause rampant chaos and destruction just by accident just by mm-hmm. stepping on things he shouldn't have yeah, and no, uh, then it's the party's job to to clean that up in a you know, two-year campaign. He's used to being small, and so he's, like, stepping on houses and going, oopsie, but he really means it. (laughs) It's it's so adorable. It is so adorable, but uh, civilian casualties are through the roof. It's immense, and someone should really stop It is terrifying. The first building he steps on is an orphanage, and he he goes all oopsie, but it's, (laughs) it's, he might be a giant copper tone baby in that moment, but it, it is, it is a, it is a horrible thing. I didn't do that. <laughs> a legally distinct Steve Urkel. <laughs> what do we call this one? I was I was the, thinking. The, hang on, the, no. hear me out. I know you probably just had a had a club banger, but don't worry, I got it in one. Okay. The bigger they are, the harder they small. <laughs> That's very good. I was thinking going going broad. I also like that one, but we can save that for a good baseball. That's episode. true. Oh, what about going, going Mastodon? I don't know what we're saving that one for. <laughs> our, our dinosaur kid. It's not this. I, I liked yours. <laughs> the bigger they are, the harder they small. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to another episode of One Shot, One Quill. Uh, ben, is there anybody you'd like to thank? Um, let's see. My fourth grade science teacher, Jesus, and mm-hmm. Morgan the Bard, who composed our theme song, Ella Taverto Goulier, off his album Lost in Time. Uh, Have I mentioned how jealous I am of your fourth grade teacher, Jesus? Yeah. I feel a, like you got a really... A real weird fourth grade year, I'll tell you that. You had a, you had an experience I think quite literally nobody else has. Uh, we'd also like to thank those who have uh, sent in suggestions, if you wish to do so. 
Uh, you can just do so by contacting us on Twitter at DND pod. That is D N D P O D. Uh, you can DM us or tag us. We'll see them. We'll love them. We'll put them in the show. Spencer, do you have anyone you would like to thank? I'd like to thank you, Ben. Oh, thanks for helping to make this possible. You're welcome. And I'm sorry. I was just so snippy with you today. I don't know what's gotten into me. It's okay. Kisses. I love you. (laughs) 